0: inspiring solutions to save America, one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board?
1: All right, today we're gonna talk about how we can find out and how much we can find out and what it takes to get there. So let's say in this case, I wanna find out at a level of seven, okay? So I find that level on my graph and I come horizontally to my gradient line. Where it intersects with my gradient line, I'm gonna come straight down where it intersects with my around line now there's gonna tell me how much i have to around to find out what i need to find out see as you can see the more you around the more you're going to find out and also if you stay down here and you never around you'll never find out so i hope this lesson is helpful Thank
0: you. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program.
2: Welcome back, my friends. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio program is now officially on the clock. I'd like to issue a very warm welcome if you guys have stumbled upon the podcast, Wendy Bell Radio, wherever you get your favorite shows. Uh, and you're there. You're part of a million-person family, and we're deeply gratified by that. Thank you so very much for being a part of this of this movement that we believe is So necessary. I just saw a headline earlier. Corrupt Obama judge finds Rudy Giuliani guilty because he didn't turn over devices that the FBI took from his home. I mean, like you cannot make this up. You you cannot make this up. Do you want to wonder why rappers in in our inner cities, black men are getting tattoos of Donald Trump's mugshot on their body? (laughs) Because of this insanity, I'm going to be a judge appointed by Obama, and I'm going to find you, Rudy Giuliani, guilty of refusing to hand over evidence that has been requested by you, even though the National Archives, the White House, the Biden administration, all of them have slow-walked and stonewalled congressional requests for information that, by the way, they have to provide, right? And they have to use executive privilege in order to not provide. This judge found Rudy Giuliani guilty of not handing over devices that had been taken from him by the FBI in a raid of his office. <laughs> right? That would be like holding James O'Keefe responsible for not giving over Ashley's diary when the feds raided his house looking for it. I mean, like, what? What are you doing? Americans know what's going on.
0: He should have said I threw it in the garbage can with um the gun from Hunter.
2: And then I asked the secret service to go into the gun store to get back the documents that proved I had applied for said purchase. Or,
0: or he could have said, <laughs> "Well, I, I I wiped them clean and smashed them so they wouldn't have been worth anything."
2: You what do you mean wipe with a cloth?
0: Wipe with a cloth? With, with yeah.
2: bleach? It, how do you do that? I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What difference does it make? Doesn't it all come back to you in this crazy dreamscape? How about this headline? I love this. There is pushback. All right. As I teaser beezered leading into the segment, house oversight, house judiciary, house ways and means dogs on a bone, not letting go. House Judiciary, led by Chairman Jim Jordan, is continuing its investigation into the Center for Countering Digital Hate. Do you guys remember this? This was a group that came up with the disinformation dozen upon, you know, RF Kennedy Jr., Dr. Mercola. People like that who were talking about, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why are we pushing this vaccine on people? Wait a minute. Ventilation doesn't work. What are we doing? Silence those people. There is one way and one way only. It is vaccination and it is indoctrination. Do it or be censored. House is on it. Jim Jordan wants some details. He's continuing the investigation with a subpoena. Now, this subpoena gives the Center for Countering Digital Hate. These names are so cute, aren't they? Giving them until the end of September to produce its communications with the executive branch, Joe Biden's administration, related to content moderation, the accuracy or truth of content and the deletion or suppression of content. Was Joe Biden's administration actively working with this center for countering digital hate? Yes. To shut down uh, voices of reason? Yes. Yes. Is the biggest threat in their mind to, the, to democracy really, Donald Trump, or is it your ability to get information that disproves the garbage that the deep state wants you to be believing? All right, so they have the end of September. Judiciary's subpoena comes after the CCDH, the Center for Countering Digital Hate failed to comply with a request to voluntarily cooperate with the investigation. Wait a minute. So they they stonewalled. They didn't respond to Congress saying, you know what, we need this, this and this. Well, you know, I'm just going to not comply. Rudy Giuliani gets found guilty of stuff by a judge who knows he doesn't have the goods because the FBI raided his place and took it. <laughs> We're told that Donald Trump has to produce 12.8 million documents in just a few months. But these folks, like the National Archives, like the Biden administration, can say, "Ah, you know, we don't have enough time. I'm sorry. No. This is where I feel good because I stumbled upon this and you need to hear about it. WentworthReport.com is where you will find this. Conservatives plot to dismantle U.S. government replaced with Trump's vision. This appeared in Fortune magazine as well. I want to read it to you. It might just make you feel like all is not lost, that the road ahead, while difficult and expensive and nerve wracking, it's not going to be for naught. Here's what it says. With more than a year to go before the 2024 election, A constellation of conservative organizations is preparing for a possible second White House term for Donald Trump, recruiting thousands of Americans to come to Washington on a mission to dismantle the federal government and replace it with a vision closer to his own. Led by the long-established Heritage Foundation, think tank, and fueled by former Trump administration officials, the far-reaching effort— is essentially a government in waiting for the former president's second term or any candidate who aligns with their ideals and can defeat President Joe Biden in 2024. With a nearly 1,000-page Project 2025 handbook and an army of Americans, the idea is to have the civic infrastructure in place on day one to commandeer, reshape, and do away with what Republicans deride as the deep state bureaucracy, in part, you ready, Brock? By firing as many as 50,000 federal workers. Amen. Is that enough? Amen. Quote, we need to flood the zone with conservatives, said Paul Dans, director of the 2025 Presidential Transition Project and a former Trump administration official who speaks with historical flourish about the undertaking. This is a clarion call to come to Washington, he says. People need to lay down their tools and step aside from their professional life and say, this is my lifetime moment to serve. Trump-era conservatives want to gut the administrative state from within by ousting federal employees they believe are standing in the way of the president's agenda and replacing them with like-minded officials more eager to fulfill a new executive's approach to government. The goal is to avoid the pitfalls of Trump's first years in office when the Republican president's team was ill-prepared. His cabinet nominees had trouble winning Senate confirmation and policies were met with resistance by lawmakers by government workers, and even Trump's own appointees who refuse to bend or break protocol or, in some cases, violate laws to achieve his goals. While many of the Project 2025 proposals are inspired by Trump, they are being echoed by GOP rivals Ron DeSantis and Vivek Ramaswamy and are gaining prominence among other Republicans. Oh, no. It sounds like they're organized. Much of the new president's agenda would be accomplished by reinstating what's called Schedule F, a Trump-era executive order that would reclassify tens of thousands of the two million federal employees as essential at-will workers who could more easily be fired. At last, some good news to report. Mind you, the only real issue at the next U.S. election is election integrity and the left do not intend to lose. I wonder if they were just surprised and didn't cheat in 2016. In fact, it was 2012 on the level this article suggests. And this is a very interesting article to read to you because we don't know of conservative coalitions. We don't hear of frameworks of the machinations of plans. We don't hear about a counteroffensive. We don't hear people talk about the reclamation of these United States, the excising of the cancer. That is liberalism, which is really communism and Marxism and Leninism and all of it, socialism. You don't hear about people working in concert. An orchestra together with the symphony. But it's happening. And Biden and Obama know it's happening. And that's going to lead into something that we heard Tucker Carlson say on Adam Carolla's podcast yesterday. And I have to play it for you after the break. Because if you can't win with the cheating that would be necessary, what do you have to do to stay in power, to stay out of prison, to continue this diabolical scheme to turn America into a hellhole, which we are speeding rapidly towards? What do you have to do? Did you guys know that children, so up to the age of 17, they had 16,000 traumatic brain injury related hospitalizations just a couple years ago and 2,700 traumatic brain injury related deaths in 2020. I didn't know that. I didn't realize how much head trauma is prevalent, how, how many people suffer. It is a leading cause of death and disability in the United States. In fact, Traumatic brain injury accounts for 30% of all injury-related deaths worldwide. That is why what Dr. Charles Simcovich does at the Simcovich Concussion Institute is of such import. Because he knows this. He's developed, he spent decades of his life working on this, right? To develop a therapy that helps you heal. How do you help your brain heal? You need to go to a guy who does it does it every day he's done it tens of thousands of times and you need to call him 412-366-3700 simcovichconcussioninstitute.com there is hope and he's the embodiment of it all right don't go anywhere tucker with adam carolla they sat down for an hour i listened to the whole thing twice very important these voices that thank god he got fired right thank god i got fired Thank goodness there are voices out there sharing frightening truths and possibilities and I'm going to I'm going to drop one on you. Big next on the Wendy Bell radio program. Welcome back ladies and gentlemen. I actually Brock, I think we're going to do the back-to-back Tucker sound here, okay? So, I want you to think in, in order? Yes, sir. Okay. I want you guys to think for a minute when things go wrong in your life, when you get a detour, when you get fired, when something happens and you're you're forced to go in a whole different path. It's scary. It's worrisome. It can be traumatic. And it almost always, always is for the best. Tucker Carlson. Best thing that could have happened to him. Fired multiple times he's been. I have been too. Best things to happen to you. Because you carve a path that allow you to be you. And if you are authentic you, unlike the people that we're hearing on the left in the administration from the deep state who clearly show you that they don't care about you, you choose the people you listen to for a reason. Because they speak to you. And because you trust them. I want you to hear something that Tucker Carlson said yesterday to Adam Carolla on his podcast. It is stunning in its honesty. Go.
0: The future holds. Is it? I don't know. I I mean, are they going to let Trump be president? Of course. I mean, look, if, you know, they protested him, they called him names. He won anyway. They impeached him Twice on ridiculous pretenses. They (laughs) fabricated a lot about what happened on January 6th in order to impeach him again. It didn't work. He came back, then they indicted him. It didn't work, he became more popular. Then they indicted him three more times and every single time his popularity rose. So if you begin with criticism, then you go to protest, then you go to impeachment, now you go to indictment and, and none of them work, what's next? I mean, you know, graph it out, man. We're speeding toward assassination, obviously. And no one will say that. But I don't I don't know how you can't reach that conclusion. You know what I mean? Like they have decided permanent Washington. Both parties have decided that there's something about Trump that's that's so threatening to them. They just can't have him. I mean, they're putting him on trial in March of next year in the J6 case which basically consists of trying to send him to prison for the rest of his life for complaining about the last election. That's literally what it is. Again, if this were happening in Moldova, the state department would issue an all hands on deck order to let the world know this is not a legitimate government. And yet our government is doing it. It's like it I, it's it's really it's hard to overstate how bad this is and I'm not I I don't I don't know where it's going, but there's a collision That's clearly imminent. And by the way, the president is senile in a way that's impossible to deny. Biden's not running the government, you know. So, like, I don't know. I've never been this worried about anything as I am about where this is going.
2: And I think a lot of us share that trepidation. Because it is desperation time for the people who for decades have been deeply entrenched in the self-enrichment, in the corruption in the bribery scandal, in the child trafficking, in all of the disgusting things that have been going on while you've been busting your butt just to make ends meet, it's very. Tenuous, And I get it. Tucker also said something, and it's going to lead into this next segment we have, because I've got sound with Newt Gingrich, okay? He was on Mark Levin's show a couple night, nights ago. I found it this morning, and I thought it was very appropriate for where we are today. And I want you to hear what Tucker said to Adam Carolla about Barack Obama. I mean, you realize that the, the government in which we're living is a complete sham. It is not real. It is a... It is a high school musical performance while Obama is behind the curtain as the puppeteer. Listen to what Tucker says.
0: You know, in 2008, it became really clear that Barack Obama had been having sex with men and smoking crack. And a guy came forward, Larry Sinclair, and said, I'll sign an affidavit. And he did. I'll take a lie detector. And he did. I smoked crack with Barack Obama and had sex with him. Well, that was obviously true. Nobody reported it. Not because they were squeamish about sex or drugs, but because the Obama campaign said anyone who reports on this gets no access to the Obama campaign.
2: And therein is how the control of the media propagandist wing of the uniparty happens. It's all based on bribery. It's like Jeffrey Epstein on steroids. And what Newt Gingrich says in the next segment, you've got to hear, because I believe he is now peeling back the curtain and seeing who's been pulling the strings and to what degree. And it's stunning. I've got it for you next on the Wendy Bell Radio program. So I do believe, as we welcome you back to the Wendy Bell Radio podcast, I do believe that this desperation... Among those in the uniparty, those in the deep state, those who want nothing less than complete and utter control of every facet of your life, who want to fundamentally change everything about your convenience, your comfort, your cash. (laughs) I mean, every aspect of your life, every rule that they make, every new regulation, every new initiative, every new $250 million that goes to this project or this project, you know, before I get off off track here. I was talking to you guys at the beginning of the show about um, these foundations, right? Every former president seems to have a foundation, going back to George H.W. Bush. So do you guys remember? And no, well, he doesn't have a foundation yet. The Biden crime family syndicate is just enriching itself and has been for a long time. But do you guys remember in 2016, Joe Biden started that? Well, he didn't. Somebody did his cancer initiative called Cancer Moonshot, Right. Obviously, Bo, who didn't die in Iraq, even though that's what Joe Biden says, brain cancer, cancer moonshot. Did you guys know that in 2016, in under the, the last vestiges of Barack Obama, they passed the cancer initiative called Cancer Moonshot, which established an NIH account? With $1.8 billion, $1.8 billion in supplemental funding to fund moonshot projects, whatever the hell those moonshot projects are, $1.8 billion of your dollars over seven years. Guess when that money ran out?
0: Last when the Ukraine war started?
2: About that time. About that time. And you know what happened last June? just a little while after that ukraine war started the cdc announced another 250 million dollars to advance the moonshot initiatives cdc rochelle walensky nih francis collins and tony fauci come on man it's about getting rich and screwing you and the mom of two who sat in her car and f-bombed and cried about her inability to pay her bills because it's too friggin expensive how many others of those videos are showing up in your news feeds this is how you awaken everybody you get rich they go broke how long Whoa. is that tenable i want you to hear newt gingrich this desperation leading the deep state out of the dark I don't think Newt Gingrich had any idea the same way I didn't. I'm not a Beltway insider. I'm a mom. I'm a mom who reads a lot and is intellectually curious. Newt comes on with Mark Levin. And he talks about how it's so obvious now. And America is awake, aware, and pissed. Audio soundbite number one.
1: I think that Trump is not a candidate. Trump is the leader of a movement uh, he's the personification of an establishment that is totally corrupt, destroying anything that gets in its way. Interestingly, for example, uh, his support among African-American males has gone up dramatically. And the reason is simple. They feel that the police have harassed them. They're now watching the government harass Trump. They actually identify with what he's going through. I think many people who may or may not like Trump's personality, but they look at this and they think, let me get, here are my choices. I'm going to side with a totally corrupt administration, or I'm going to side with a guy who has the guts to stand there and take the beating and keep coming. I mean, you know, Trump could easily have retired. And if he'd retired, none of these charges would ever have occurred. And instead, he said, you know, the country's worth going through this. And I think that's given him support in places that normally wouldn't have supported him. But they realize if, if your only two choices are to reinforce a totally sick, corrupt, authoritarian system, or to be with the guy who's taking it head on. I think that uh, the country's in fact going to nominate Trump. And I think Trump has a very high likelihood of winning the general election.
2: And Trump is not motivated by money. He doesn't need it. He's motivated by you making money. But he's not motivated by money. He doesn't have a Trump family foundation that funnels money that I know of into all sorts of dubious pet projects with no beginning and ending, no rates of success, no progress reports, no receipts. It's just more of your money. Again and again and again. And people know this. And he says this about Joe Biden. Joe Biden has never been the guy Look, Barack Obama needed something. He wanted his third term. He said so. He hadn't finished the job. He was supposed to pass the torch off to Hillary Clinton. They thought they had the goods on it. She didn't campaign. Remember the video of her where the Secret Service had to to rush around her and push her and and hide the view of her stumbling at the suburban, the black suburban, and pushing her in? The stories of her being unwell. Shh. They were that confident that they had the cheat in place. And then you blew it. 63 million of you, which is why they hate you. Which is why they hate MAGA. Which is why they call you a right-wing extremist. Which is why they call you the greatest threat to democracy. Right? It's Obama's third term. He hates all of this and wants to destroy it. Audio soundbite number two.
1: He's clearly cognitively disadvantaged. Uh, he went to Maui and talked to people who may have had a thousand people killed in the fire, made up a totally false story about how he could empathize because they once had a home fire, which turned out to be in the kitchen. Uh, I mean, you, you watch him in Maui and you, you think to yourself, he can't be the commander in chief. He's not cognitively capable, uh, he's not in touch with reality. Uh, I personally think Obama runs the administration, I don't think Biden does. Uh, and I think everything they do that's smart comes from Obama's acolytes, and Biden just sort of floats along. In a way, he never left the basement. Uh, but I also think it's important to understand Biden is the tip of the iceberg. The real corruption is Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and Biden is the smallest of the three players. And I hope that the House Republicans are going to recognize that they have a much broader and much deeper investigation, starting with uh subpoenaing all of the financial records of the clinton foundation which is going to produce evidence of a level of wrongdoing in terms of millions and millions of dollars far beyond anything we've seen with joe biden
2: hillary clinton becomes secretary of state when joe when uh, barack obama is sworn in 2009 amazing timing for the clinton foundation right We've got to have an avenue. We've got to have a reservoir, a conduit through which people, countries, leaders, rich folks can profess their loyalty to us so that when we're in charge, we remember. That is what that represents. We want favors. We want good contracts. Tom Steyer letting Joe Biden hang out at his 18 million dollar house in lake tahoe last week what does tom steyer have a lot of ties to the green climate garbage and those very companies are going to be coming up before the biden administration here shortly for contracts sure would be nice to have those inroads if you don't have a foundation yet well i do have a house come on over let's talk you have a president who's never in the White House, right? What's going on? In audio soundbite number three, Newt literally seems stunned. It's as though he has peered behind the curtain and for the first time he can see what's going on and the degree to which this corruption is beyond your wildest imagination. Go.
1: My, my point would be that Obama was, in fact, uh, a disciple of Alinsky, who was the most radical writer you know, an anti-American, anti-bureaucracy, anti-middle class, anti-rule of law. And Hillary Clinton was a personal friend of Alinsky. And they come out of a background that says middle class rules don't matter. The law doesn't matter. Honesty doesn't matter. Do whatever you can get away with. And that's what they've done. And the, the depth of corruption is breathtaking.
2: Breathtaking. You know, I sometimes find myself thinking about Jeffrey Epstein, an absolutely despicable human being. No question. He was just like a glimmer. He had the book. He had the videos. He had the pictures. That is the, that is the culture of the deep state. You need to get people on your side And so you introduce them to compromising in in, in, uh, compromising situations, sex with minors, drug use, crime, whatever it is. And once you have the proof on them, which Epstein had of judges and senators and former presidents and the list goes on and on and on. Once you have the proof, you have the mechanism of blackmail you own that individual and you bribe them with that. Of course, they had to take out Jeffrey Epstein. Who's got the goods on all of this? Is it Donald Trump? And is that why they need to take him out? Audio soundbite four.
1: If they can break Trump. Then there's nobody who's gonna stand up against him. And we will become like Cuba or Nicaragua uh, or a variety of other authoritarian systems. Uh, you know, the Nicaraguans just put a bishop in jail uh, for having actually advocated his religion. Uh, so you, you can expect that kind of behavior uh, if, in fact, they win. On the other hand, if they lose, you're going to see an enormous amount of change because the more we learn, the sicker the system looks, the more likely it is we will reform it. Amen.
2: And if Trump is out of the way, that's smooth sailing. That's easy sailing to seal the deal and to absolutely destroy this country. That's the plan. Isn't it so awful to feel that and know that? I don't just surmise that. Everything we see proves that. It's a matter of waking up and finally... (laughs) Finally, an audio soundbite number five, this is how desperate they are. Listen to the ridiculous cases or the legal precedent these corrupt Soros-funded DAs are using to try to skewer Trump and his fellow co-defendants in these ridiculous indictments. This is what it's all about. Coming after
1: your freedom. Go. Smith has, he takes an 1870... 1870- South Carolina Ku Klux Klan case. Now, you know, by the way, that was voted in by Republicans against unanimous Democratic opposition, because back then the Democrats were the party of segregation, slavery, and the Ku Klux Klan, ironically. So he takes a a law written in 1870 to go after the Ku Klux Klan, and he applies it to Donald Trump. Uh, The same thing in Willis in Felton County, takes a law that's designed for drug dealers and the mafia. And applies it to Trump. This is crazy.
2: Uh-huh. It's crazy. It's pre-calculated. It's been scripted, premeditated. It is no different than Corrine Jean-Pierre's little binder of prescripted answers to questions that clearly she's prepared for. There is no authenticity, there is no actual America first. There is no unity, there is no empathy, there is no anything. There's no freedom among these people. And that is why they're so terrified of all of us. Nobody is going to take care of you the way you can, right? And if you're running around and you're a mom like I am or you're a dad and you know that providing for your family is always your number one objective, what's the first, who's the first person to slip through the cracks? You. But what if there was an easy way for you to stay mm, healthy? for you to get the vitamins and the nutrients and the fruits and the vegetables that you need every day, to have a balanced diet, to fight off illness, to stay strong, to be well, And to be the pillar of your family that you are. Well, that's one of the many reasons why I drink Field of Greens. FieldofGreens.com, my name, Wendy, is a promo code is going to save you 15%. It's powered with a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, spinach, parsley, green apples, green peppers, broccoli, sweet potatoes, wheatgrass, and then all sorts of fruits from strawberries and blueberries to cranberries and beets. Every single ingredient specifically chosen for some medicinal health benefit to you and your body. Some you can't see because they're inside you, your heart health, your liver, your lungs, all of it, kidneys, some of the stuff you can. Hair, skin, nails. Try it for two weeks and then get back to me. Tell me how shiny your hair is, how clear and bright your face is, and how strong your fingernails get. It just makes sense. And if you're wanting to try it, this is a great time to be a first co- first time customer. Fifteen percent field of promo code Wendy. It is yours if you do that when we come back. So you see the desperation using an 1870s KKK something right. What using using mafia and drug rules to take down other defendants in these cases. Why are they going after Rudy Giuliani, though? I want to read you this. It might be eye-opening to you, okay? Connect some dots. We'll do it next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. All right, so I wanted to read this to you. Corrupt Obama judge finds Rudy Giuliani guilty because he did not turn over devices that the FBI took from his home. I mean, you can't write a a headline that is more obnoxious and ridiculous than that in its reality. Rudy Giuliani was found guilty by an Obama judge in D.C., Because he did not turn over devices that the FBI took from his home. There's no randomness in assigning these big cases. Obama judges get them all the time. And they rule based on what is best for the totalitarian regime that they are part of rather than the law. Absolutely right. By the way, this is joehoft.com. He's the guy who runs Gateway Pundit, if I'm not mistaken. Today, another Obama judge ruled against an American trying to save this country from the totalitarian regime known as the Biden-Obama administration. People are saying it out loud now. Obama's doing this. Joe Biden's gone. Never was there. He was the only guy they could get as a shell. You're so old, you're probably going to pass away anyway sometime soon. Right. Jill was horny to get in office. She couldn't wait to be first lady. Dr. Jill, that is. And so she allowed this garbage to happen. Right. Been a part of the crime family syndicate. This is where we are. Far left Politico reported a federal judge ruled yesterday, Wednesday, That Rudy Giuliani is legally liable for defaming two Georgia election workers. By the way, I've talked about them, too. Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss talked about him earlier this week. You know, the people who were elevated by the Biden administration and given presidential citizen medals for such a great job at the State Farm Arena in Atlanta. As overnight, they did. You know, the water main break, the suitcases came out. Seven hours of counting, eight hours of counting the same ballots again and again and again. So Rudy Giuliani is found legally liable for defaming those chicks who became the subject of conspiracy theories related to the 2020 election. We saw the video, Politico, you losers. In an unsparing 57-page ruling, U.S. District Court Judge Beryl Howell said Giuliani had flagrantly violated her orders to preserve and produce relevant evidence to the election workers, Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss, resulting in a default judgment against him. She also ordered him to pay, pay Freeman and Moss punitive damages for failing to fulfill his obligations. Now, what does this mean? This means Rudy's going to go to a trial and possibly have to pay these two women who worked in concert with the freaking Uniparty to rob votes from uh, from Georgia, a state, by the way, which Joe Biden allegedly won by less than 12,000 votes, fewer than those votes. But what about this? Giuliani has blamed several factors for his difficulties in searching his records for evidence relevant to the case. Those factors include the FBI's seizure of his devices in 2021 as part of a foreign influence investigation, which did not lead to any charges against him and serious personal financial difficulties he's faced since Trump's defeat in 2020. Quote, the FBI took every electronic device in my apartment and my law office, Giuliani said, indignantly insisting he was not trying to deny the plaintiffs access to evidence related to their claims. He said, I've been dealing with this for 50 years. I understand the obligation. There's nothing I want to hide. I'd like them to see everything. Uh, Not being perfect doesn't mean you're deleting things. I don't delete things. So you're going to hold him responsible and fine him. And have him pay punitive damages for libel, which is garbage, when the FBI took the devices he would need to be able to defend himself. Well, banana republic kind of stuff, isn't it? Hi, Venezuela's on the phone. Cuba's online, too. Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Our number three of the Wendy Bell radio program is coming up. This is one of the last gasp efforts. Corrine Jean-Pierre said something yesterday. It's what they're trying to do to throw you off. But it's not working and they are desperate and I can't wait to share it with you moments away.